the views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable. What is up, deliberately linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in. Because on today's show, we're going to talk about a topic that is really relevant in today's news. It'd be considered mainstream. Yeah, mainstream. It is. It's going on right now, guys. And I believe this is going to be a podcast that a lot of you guys are listening to years on years and years from now. Uh, tens yeah. to my kids, you know, maybe down the road, be listening to this podcast. So right now in, uh, you know, I guess America, American history, um, there is um, impeachment um, getting oh. thrown around right now um, in the White House. Well, everybody's um, jockeying for position. You know, we yes. got the... We've got the 2020 election coming up, yes. so everybody's trying to make their, their strong so moves. But before we go, though, out. why don't you be a whistleblower and tell us about Visionary Meals? Let me let you know. Visionary Meals, a healthy meal prep product, guys, coming to you guys locally grown and raised. Big news again for Visionary Meals. We just now launched, actually today, so you guys will be hearing this next week, so it is now live. Today, we just launched a Korean fried chicken keto dish, guys. This dish will help you fall into that ketisos stage, guys. Uh, Staying on top of that keto diet lifestyle, if that is for you, uh, along with a wide variety of different options, guys, to cater to uh, whatever your needs might be. Guys, this dish is fantastic. It's going to please those palates as far as hitting that uh, that the sp- spice taste buds, guys, but not being too spicy where all you want to do is just keep digging in and diving in yeah. for more. And, and- we're venturing out, expanding, expanding. Yes, yeah, expanding, which yes. is exciting. Yes, expanding, yes. expansion means growth. Yeah, actually, I, I myself just got back from Chicago um, with a business partner of mine named Stephen. We went. We on- love Stephen, by the Steven. way. So, Stephen, as you're listening, I know you're smiling right now. Your big old beautiful grill. <laughs> yeah, Stephen, you're still ugly though. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, we uh, we went to Chicago. We are trying to figure out a better way. I might have touched on this with you guys already, but to package our product to get it to you nationwide. So we went to this this big uh, expo, expo yeah. of meat products, uh, meat producing, whatever packaging, whatever it might be. Um, I'll be honest, if you told me a year ago that I'd be stepping foot into a, a building like that, I'd say you're crazy. Because <laughs> um, I walked in, I was like, what the heck am I doing here? Yeah. Um, but it was it was overwhelming at first, but Stephen and I, we, we gathered our thoughts, we, we brought our composure, and we had a fantastic time learning a lot. And I think we found just the machine for you guys. So stay tuned on that. Uh, for our individuals that are nationwide that we learned a couple shows ago, Texas, West Virginia, uh, Florida, maybe Vegas, Vegas whatever, yeah. wherever they might be, guys, this product's coming to you because I know we've got some inquiries about it. Do you so know stay why? Tuned. Yes, because your what? best ability is availability. That's a fact, man. That's, a, that's that applies to every area in life. So entrepreneurs, if you're hearing that, if you want to make it, you got to make sure that your ability is to be available. Yeah. Consumers want to be able to have your product and they also don't have to work too hard to get it. Yeah. I mean, why have one of the best products out there and people can't get to get their hands on it? Yeah. That's um, like teasing. Yeah, and we believe we are teasing right now. <laughs> yeah. we, I actually get a ton of messages, hand over fist, of, oh my gosh, your food looks so good. When are you going to send this to Florida? You know, wherever this, wherever that might be. Because I'm um, telling you, it is as good as it looks. That's a guys, fact. Yeah, it's, that is a fact. It's, yeah. it's, it's no reason people are screaming Visionary Meals take over because yeah. it is taking over the industry. Yeah, so, it's awesome. Exciting That's good things. stuff. 
So that was an example of being a whistleblower. <laughs> That's it. Right no, there. <laughs> no. I mean, on a serious note, um, you know, I, uh, this show's never been uh, political platformed yeah. by any means. Um, but we also know that there's a lot of people right now who are probably asking them themselves a lot of questions, right. um, especially with everything that's going on. And you're getting it from different facets, whether it's your social sh- social media news um, yeah. standpoints or whether you're getting it from actual television news or newspapers, whatever. This is all you guys are hearing. Yeah. Um, but our focus today is more so on how you got here from the stance of a whistleblower. Right. Um, and it, historically, uh, you know, whistleblowing has been around for a long time. It's kind of changed definitions a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for a large generation, they probably all remember probably the Nixon, you know, the whole Watergate thing. For sure, yep. You know, in the early one. 70s. Yeah. Um, but really, it's it's not... I don't think our focus today is going to be on the actual incident that's being blown up. Not at all. I think it's the act of being a whistleblower um, that we want to focus on today. Yeah, for sure. So just before we get moving forward, guys, with whistleblower, for some of you that might be questioning, okay, what is what does that exactly mean? So by definition, a whistleblower is a person who exposes secretive information or activity that is deemed illegal, unethical, or not correct within a private or public organization. In which that can apply to, from professional standpoints, to personal relationships. Yeah. Um, so anywhere that applies. Um, and I think... I think there's some good lessons that can come from that. No, no, no doubt. Yeah, I think, um, like Mark was kind of touching back, like the the term whistleblower actually dates back um, to the 19th century. Actually, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the word was actually linked, um, you know, to alert the public or crowd of a of a bad situation, you know, such as like, I think over across the pond. <laughs> yeah, across the pond. <laughs> they talk about the the, the coppers who they, use whistles. They probably yeah, I think they still do today. I think they do use whistles. Um, you know, but that's just used to be breaking up crimes uh, or whatever it might be, but um, I think the other and fascinating part at least was um, it was obviously attached to law enforcement like we know um, but it was also it also relates back to the like, sports and referees who use whistles yeah. to indicate an illegal or foul play um, so which they were, they once were again applies to what we're talking about it's like a, a rule breaker I guess yeah you know, another so yeah it, like I said it's not the incident um, it's more so the action of that person that individual I think I think currently we live in a society that uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of unethical and immoral uh, things that happen daily. And it's just yeah. when someone decides to stand up and say, I've had enough. Or in certain cases, it's when they get enough pressure from one side or the other to stand up and say, we've had enough. Right. Um, and I think those are areas that uh, all of us um, need to be aware of, need yeah. to take a look at maybe some of our own surroundings. For sure. And and decide, you know, how, how am I living my life or how am I... Um, being responsible in my own circle. Okay. And um, sometimes I think being a whistleblower probably has a negative connotation. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah. You know, like in my house, the kids always, you know, they call each other snitches. Snitch, snake. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. And I mean, we grew up, snitches get stitches. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how we grew up. But I think there's a time where we've crossed this line. I don't know when it happened, um, but we've crossed a line that there's such a negative connotation on bringing the truth to the surface that you know you become this snitch or snake but the really reality of it is is um where does the health outweigh the negativity for sure you know when, when are you going to do something that is overall better for everybody well yeah there comes a time and place where you you have to step up yeah um not not only for the betterment of yourself, but usually probably for the betterment of um, that person specifically or an organization that you yeah. might be a part of or whatever it might be. 
Yeah, I mean, and that, uh, like I said, I think we've we've crossed that to where people are just willing to ignore it, right? Because they don't want to take the heat that comes along with it, correct? But in the long run, I think everybody just suffers for that. Yeah, it, it becomes a snowball effect. It does. I mean, because yeah. one problem after another, um, and it, I think a lot of it's driven out of fear. Um, individuals yeah. fear the repercussions, you know, that can come from it. Um, but I I also believe um, there's there's a time and place for it too. No, I absolutely believe it's appropriate. I mean, you know, there are certain things that are definitely minimal, and I, I think you can let go with a wash, and that person will get what they get, or that organization right. will get what they get in time. But there's a time where so many people are affected, uh, the potential uh, damage is just catastrophic, and someone's got to have the courage to stand up and say enough is enough. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, um, okay, why, but why, why talk about this, guys? Um, obviously, other than it is, you know, very relevant right now in our, in our current news right now where it's um, 2019, where it's October right now, tw- October of 2019. So uh, right now, if you guys are listening to this down the road, so Trump is our president right now. So there are um, supposedly he's getting accused. Um, well, not supposedly. He is getting accused of conversation he was having with the Ukrainian president. Um, basically, it involved, you know, Pence, Trump trying to inv- Dig into, I think, Biden. Uh, Biden. Biden. Was it Biden? Or yeah, Pence? it was after Biden. Because oh, Biden's okay. son was a part of a couple of business organizations. And yes. Such. Yeah. So, in efforts to pressure Ukrainians' leaders. So, because Biden's was it, was it Biden? I thought it was Pence. No, okay, Biden, Biden was the vice president before Pence. Okay. Biden so, was Obama's Biden, vice president. One of them, their son worked for. Uh, Correct. Ukrainian, like some in the fuel or something in the gas. Or, Correct. Um, but Trump was basically pressuring Ukrainians to do uh, an investigation, to, to try to get some dirt, you know, yeah. obviously coming up on the upcoming election um, to obviously put himself well, in a bit supposedly of position. Trump had already heard that there was dirt. He just didn't have proof of the dirt. So okay. he would, he was in his mind, he's thinking, well, if anybody's going to have dirt, it's in the area in which the dirt would be found. Right. So, yeah, so um, which I don't know all the presidential rules or unwritten rules, but I yeah. guess you're not supposed to do that. But I'll, I'll never be the American president. So. Yeah, I, I guess it is a big no-no. Um, I don't know the details of it as well. Um, all I do know is just some brief, you know, understanding and research of it is um, I think after the phone call, they kind of realized like, oh, crap, if people got their hands on this, this is going to look really, really bad. Yeah. So what they tried to do, they took the, the, the evidence of that phone call over – um, just because it's public history in, in, in a sense. And they said, hey, we need to put this in classified information. And that's what they did trying to hopefully hide it because I think this happened back in July, at least the phone call did. Um, and then I guess the whistleblower was a CIA agent. Um, the, they have obviously revealed his name because there's what's interesting about uh, whistleblowing, um, uh, as we're on topic here, it, it actually there's actually protection rights put in for Correct. people that yeah. whistleblow. Yeah. Um, so obviously, I'm assuming um, I didn't look into the details of what those protection rights are, but um, one of the protection rights is, I would imagine is protecting who the whistleblower is. Yeah. Obviously, um, but it did come out it is some CIA agent uh, that the whistle that blew, <laughs> whatever hogwash. Not here to really have a political debate um, or discussion as far as that. But we're we're more so here. How do, how is this relevant to um, a, the day to day life that we live? Um, and in times, you know, it is it is it is right to whistleblow. Yeah. Um, and it and almost being careful also too to really who you put yourself around. Yeah. Oh, what 
I think about a couple areas, but I think of our listeners. So I know we have a lot of family-oriented people that listen to this mm-hmm. show, and also I know we have a lot of entrepreneurs listen to the show. So you know, our entrepreneurs, you know, this is this is pertinent information to right. you because you know, in running your company, you want to run your company to the highest ethical standards, correct? And you want to surround yourself with the highest ethical standards. So you need to think about that. Right. But even as family, um, you know, me myself with the family, there are times. Um, that you're going to be put in an uncomfortable position, especially as your children get older. And and just a real quick story, uh, it came to my wife and I's attention. Oh, you know, this has been a while ago um, that a, a a girl we had watched growing up uh, had been struggling with, um, you know, bulimia. Okay. Um, and I don't know if people understand this. You know, bulimia can lead to death for sure. I mean, it's it it can be very serious. No doubt. Um, and our, when, when my wife and I were discussing it, um, one of our children's like, oh yeah, I knew about that about a year ago. And I just told her, I said, look, I'm not, I'm not going to scold you or get angry with you, right. but you need to understand there's a time and a place where you come to an adult and say, Hey, X, Y, and Z, they're struggling. And this is what's going on. Cause that is serious. So this individual had bulimia, but wasn't coming out about it only to only a select few. Correct. And I'm yeah. like, that's something you should have told us yeah. because if we could have told our parents, we could have hoped that they got help earlier right. than being in the situation they are in now. Yeah. I mean, so we're talking about whistleblower on a whole other national level. Correct. But the reality is in your own private life, I mean, it's something like that could have been prevented. For sure. You know, if you were just had the courage because, you know, well, I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, ruin my friend's trust over what? Yeah. If they would have died. And that's why I told her. I said, so if she would have died, then you'd have been okay because you knew, but you didn't break her trust. Right. Because it's something very serious, you know. Um, so there are times and places where you have to place health or ethical standards above the situation you're in. Yeah, I mean that stuff. It, you're right because it it does have to go out the window as far as what you're afraid of. Because it does. I get it. You know, on on a daily basis, you know, if there is something that you have to whistle blow about, um, you know whether you should report it or decide if you should not report it. Um, I, I think the question is a lot of times, why don't you, or why don't we, you know, as a society? And I think a lot of things that could come to mind of what we're maybe scared of at those times. And the example that you just gave is completely different scale and there, there ever never should be a, a question or whether you should, or you should not do it. Um, I get it. And, and the, technical definition of obviously whistleblower. Sure. I mean, you do have to be scared of um, <clears throat> retaliation. Uh, you have to be scared of whether if it's, if it's in the workforce, you know, demotions, um, threats, or even, even job loss. Yeah. Um, but I think getting outside of, you know, still staying in the realm of whistleblowing and just stepping outside the circle a little bit. Um, like you said, there are times and places where it is super, super important that you step up. And even, even if you are, you're afraid of retaliation or demotions or threats or job loss, or even on a lesser scale, um, you know, losing a friend. Or, or having rumors, you know, being spread about you. Blown up on social media. Blown up on social media. <laughs> think about, you have to sit back and assess the situation. Think about how you can make a change in it. And I, I, think, I think there's situations that we probably all have dealt with or will deal with or dealing with um, on a daily basis. And, and right now, as you, as you hear this or listen, just kind of ponder and think about like, man, was there a situation a week ago, a month ago, or going on right now that, you know, maybe if I intervened, I could have made a difference? And if I stepped up and said something, because I think this goes back into our topic that we did a little while ago on sex trafficking. Absolutely. I mean, you're not sure. You're, 
I guess you are. I guess you're, if you were to speak up, um, maybe if it's in a brothel or whatever it might be and speak up, it, it, you are speaking up about unethical things. Yeah. Um, and speaking up and not living in fear of not speaking up, because if you do speak up, think about what might just happen positively. Well, and here's the thing. You might take the initial blow. Right. I mean, if you're an individual listening to this, you have to be prepared to say, I know that I'm probably going to take the initial blow. Mm-hmm. And maybe this person never shows you their gratitude. That's okay. But deep down, you at least can say, I did what was right. Right. I did what was right. And, and we talked about that when we talked about self sex trafficking. We talked about the exploitation. We talked about the many different layers that come with that onion, so to speak. Yeah. You, you may be that person that goes over and offers your help and then you just get, whether it's, you know, verbally abused or, you know, whatever it is, maybe you even get shoved to get out of the, whatever. Right. But at least you can say at that point in time, I did what I could. Right. You know, cause I think the feeling of going away and then wondering, or maybe reading the newspaper and seeing a young lady or a young man who has been assaulted or seeing someone that you know, that you knew information about had passed away yeah. or even worse, because of their actions, somebody else was injured. Right. That's that's a much heavier weight to carry. For sure. Yeah, no, guys, and I, I understand a lot of you guys could be sitting here listening to this, whether you're driving um, on the road, in the workout, in the office, whatever it might be, and listening to everything that we're saying. You're like, okay, guys, you're share, sharing a lot of comments and stuff. Like, we, we know this. That is true, but I think we could also, also sit back and agree that, yeah, we're hearing stuff that we all – no, but none of us take action in it. No. And that's simply, guys, okay, you know, pausing the show. That's simply what this show is des- designed for, guys, yeah. is to encourage you guys to learn and have that confidence to take action in things like this. And if you want to consider Mark and I as your little, your little pep talk as far as like, hey, guys, these, these things are occurring on a day-to-day basis. Every day. Every day, everywhere. Yeah. Um, we we got we to be better as a, as a society and to step up when it's our time. Well, we're, we're to the point where as humans, we're we're happy staying on the sideline. Yeah. I mean, we're so happy to stand on the sideline and let somebody else go out and do it. And I don't understand that mindset. And I know that's probably just you and I and the background we come from. We're very, we're doers. Right. But I think we're all designed to be doers. For sure. Um, and, you know, we want to sit here and complain and we want to point fingers. But when do we stop and look ourselves in the mirror and say, what am I doing to make a difference? And we've talked about that on that show saying, yeah. if you just control your circle, if you control your circle and everybody else controlled all their circles, and then you get that that nice wave effect going and everybody's doing it, then you're going to see dramatic change. If you think that voting in the right president or voting in the right political leaders or surrounding yourself with other people who are strong and bold is going to solve problems, you're wrong. Right. Because all they're going to do is solve their own problems and everybody else can still be stuck with theirs. Correct. Yeah. I mean, so you got to be willing to step out. For sure. You have to be willing to step out. And it could be with perfect strangers. I mean, if you see something, you got to react, you got to respond. You know, and like, like we touch base too, if, if you are a business owner or you're working for a business owner and you see something that you know uh, is not right, your thought process has got to move beyond the office and it's got to move on to who your consumer is. For sure. No because doubt. there's thousands of people being affected. Correct. Yeah. Mark, well, Mark, I think about it as. As we share this information, as you all listen to this information, I, I, I think of it as what kind of footprint are we yeah. all going to leave? Yeah. What kind of footprint are we going to leave? Because 
I do it myself. I'm, I'm very, uh, you guys, I'm, I'm open book about this as well. Like I, I will see things and, and probably walking away from that, that situation. I'm, hey, I should have intervened or Hey, yeah. I should have said something. Now, like I said, there, there is a time and place. It doesn't mean you need to be, be nosy and go put your nose in everything. Um, but I think your, I think your inner clock though goes off when it's something, you know, right. And, yeah. and really this show is also about training ourselves and, and learning how to assess and evaluate certain situations yeah. on what to get involved in, guys. Um, so whistleblowing on multiple levels, uh, it, it, can be, it can be done on multiple levels, I guess yeah. I should say. It can be to the very extreme, um, and it can, be, you know, it can be very minor as, as far as saying something you know, on the street. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think of this is a lot of us probably have heard this story, and if you, if you haven't, there's an amazing documentary on Netflix um, on this guy, but Mark, I don't know. Do you remember the name Ed Snowden? Ed Snowden. You probably going to remember the story. So, um, Ed Snowden wor- worked for, um, I think he worked for the CIA. Yeah. Um, I know where you're going now. Yeah, yeah. So what, so Ed worked for the CIA and basically, um, excuse me if it wasn't CIA, some kind of national security. Um, but he was involved in basically the the public video surveillance. Yeah. Um. And and all the all, all the hoax that you well hoax or not I guess that's, he proved it wasn't a hoax. But they're um, listening now. Yeah. They they probably are. <laughs> my 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 Apple laptop is facing me. They're probably watching me. Um. So all that stuff came out about you know how you know the government was tapping in listening you know anything and everything and they would they would you know sift through all that stuff to obviously um, prevent any mass murders or you know yeah. terrorist attacks etc like I mean, facial recognition everything is involved yeah yeah very i mean a, a very fascinating tool and um you know positive in a good way i could you could this could probably be a topic you could probably argue both sides um but ed basically saw um the invasion of privacy yeah um amongst that and was uh, a huge proponent against fighting this and just said hey this is unacceptable um but basically he leaked this classified info from so it was from the national security uh okay so he when we worked for the cia so it was the cia he disclosed numerous global uh surveillance programs many run by the nsa um but it was basically the protection rights basically from that protection rights were put in into place to protect, you know, American citizens. And now Ed, I mean, he is, he's one of the most wanted uh, fugitives yeah. out there. I mean, he's living in, he's living in some other country right now because he, he knows, I mean, second he steps back in America, actually whatever country he's living in, they, they put on a protection right for him in that country, basically saying, Hey America, yeah, this guy's ours now because he's a citizen, I believe there. Which I think brings up a great topic. So, uh, you saw somebody who saw something that was obviously completely inappropriate right? and knew was going to change his entire life. And I don't know if Ed has a family or not, but I would assume it's affected all of them in some way or For not. Sure, no doubt. I mean, even distant cousins are being affected by this, obviously. Easy. Yeah. Um, but that's a, that's a great avenue into where I think, um, you know, people understand this is a guy with a really good moral compass. Right really good moral compass. And I think as globally, we've lost our ethical and moral compasses. Yeah. Um, we're willing to live in these bubbles and these shadows. And, you know, people on this show, the one thing that we will not uh, veer away from is our faith. And, you know, Christians, in my opinion, in this world, um, have become a demographic that is being attacked on a daily basis. Easy. On a daily basis. And yeah. just like Ed who stepped way out of a comfort zone onto a whole nother level of a platform um, that he knew was going to be ridiculed. He knew was going to affect him in ways that he probably didn't want. 
Right. Oh, yeah. But he knew this is the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I think as Christians, we are called to do the same thing, and that is to live without fear, because here's a man who made a decision without fear. Right. Um, And that is, to me, is really what whistleblowing is about. If it's something that you know is, whether it's illegal or unethical, and I think unethical um, is just as bad, if not worse, than illegal in my mind. Um, because you know, now you're, now you're talking about uh, a person's lifestyle and their word, right. um, which is a whole nother topic, but that, that man stepped out and as Christians, God calls us all to do the same thing too. He's going to say, look, I know you're going to be persecuted. Yeah. You may be laughed at, you know, you may be scoffed at, you may be put on Twitter and Instagram or whatever, and right. just be blown up and people may hate you forever. But guess what? You're going to do so much good with this. Yeah. And he did. He did, he did because good. Uh, we as individuals, um, you know, we deserve our privacy. Yep. Yeah. We're not but protected. He, he, ste- right. he stepped up and he went out there and did what he was supposed to do, just like we are called to do. Yeah. No, Mark, yeah. I, I'm so glad you brought up the faith side. I, I kind of want to stay on that a little bit longer because I think it is um, very, very relevant to this topic. Uh, I because, totally believe it is. I mean, probably reiterate, reiterating everything you just said there. Um, but being vocal as, as Christians yeah. is like Mark said, is what we're called to do and not conforming. I mean, if you think about it, guys, um, even touching back a little bit on visionary meals and how I shared um, the the basically implementing how, how I was going to implement Christ into the business. Yeah. Um, because I remember when I, like I shared a couple weeks ago, guys, when I first came, came up, you know, came out about that as far as like, hey, we are going to, we're going to basically represent Christ with this company. I got a lot of kickback from people. Oh, for I mean, sure. A ton of people for about sure. the cross and the logo um, and, and stuff like that. So, you know, I think as Christians, um, you know, we are going to get ridicule and it's important to, uh, to stand our ground and to be, f- to be firm and not conform. Um, like you were saying, Mark, I just, I, I I know I just kind of repeated a lot of what you just said, but I just think it's such an important thing that we well, just let th- that sink in. It's sad. It is sad to an extent. And unfortunately, I'm going to say it. I understand. Right. Um, I, a lot of Christians um, don't step on their platform because either A, uh, they, they lack confidence. Yeah. Um, B, they, they lack the education and what they feel they should. Yeah. Um, but worst of all is C, they lack the faith that God's going to give them both those things to do it. Right. <laughs> um, so that's what we do. We go somewhere and we say, this may not be accepted. I don't want to offend anybody. Uh, we've, we've become this, this world of very soft touch, Yeah. you know, um, and everybody's PC, right. but there are moments and times where, believe me, trust me, I, I'm all about, you catch more flies with honey. You know what I mean? I'm all about it, but there are times where you got to bring the vinegar for sure. No doubt. People need wake up calls. And there and there are times too where you gotta step out. You gotta step out and say, I'm going to say this, I'm going to do this, and then after that, I'm going to reap the repercussions from it, Mm -hmm. which means I gotta live it. Right. Because I've just made myself a target. I love it. You know, and it's no different than the CIA, it's no different than this latest whistleblower. That person has said, I'm going to accept the repercussions that come from this and I'm going to live to this standard. Yeah. But we as Christians are the same way. We we all should be whistleblowers. Um, I raise my children to be whistleblowers, yeah. and I, not in a negative way, in a positive way, because right. that's the platform. But I do that knowing that I'm challenging my children and myself to hold ourselves to a higher standard. For sure. Not saying that makes us better than anybody. Yeah. It actually it creates more of a weight on our shoulders. But I say that with the faith that God will handle that weight. Yeah. You know, but that's what we need to do. We all should be whistleblowers. Well said. I love it. No, and guys, even for Christians, uh, 
protection rights are put in. It's uh, yeah, absolutely. His and name's the, Christ, <laughs> and the protection rights from there are even better than what we have now. So, <laughs> yeah. so no, that's that's a huge huge topic that I think we all we all stray away from. Um, we're all guilty of it, I think, and we all can be better on it. And I think, too, it's it's good to recognize that initially some people might react negatively. So if you're that person, you say, hey, man, I've done this, and then it just turned out all bad. Initially, you, you're probably going to get a negative reaction. No doubt. But that's not what you're doing. What you're doing is you're planting seeds. You're not, you're not the one that's going to plant it, harvest it, you know, do all that stuff. Your job is to plant the seed. And maybe somebody 10, 15, maybe even just a couple of weeks later yeah. might reap the benefits of your actions right. like this. These whistleblowers from a political standpoint, we all reap the benefits from this. Correct. Because honestly, I mean, obviously uh, our politicians are the face of our nation and therefore they unfortunately represent us mm-hmm. um, just based upon a popular vote. <laughs> right. Um, so it could be someone you don't want representing you, which that's, that's okay. Um, but you have to remember that we are all reaping the benefits of all of our actions. Right. So you may initially reap the negative one, but you also may reap the positive side of someone else's seed. Yeah. So you just stay consistent. Good things happen. I like it. I like it. No, that's good. I I think that's, man, that's some really good points on the, on whistleblower guys. But I also think um, we've, we've talked about being a whistleblower and the positive that can come from that and some of the negatives. Um, But with that being said, if, if you, you yourself can be a whistleblower, that means the individuals that you surround yourself with can oh, be whistleblowers. Yeah. Um, so I think we can kind of twist the whole topic here. Um, and I think it can also come down to if you're going to, if you yourself can be a whistleblower, that means uh, the guy or girl sitting next to you can be a whistleblower. You got to be careful who you can trust. Which I think is extremely important, especially as we talk to our business owners. Yes. Um, There's a ton of things that... Your foundation of any business should be built on trust. Everything. Yeah. That's everything. And, you yeah. know, at the, the timing, I think business is all about timing. I mean, it, it, timing of who you let in, when you let them in, uh, when you release what, how you release it. It's, it's all timing. So, for example, guys, in business, you know, timing of a public announcement of either, you know, on a new company... Uh, new products and you know and who who do you choose to share this stuff with and why because if you're not careful on who you thought you could trust and you share a certain release date or share the company um, a why you don't share it publicly is you know your competitors can jump right on board and and a know you're coming and b be be prepared when you are coming, but those individuals that you thought you could trust and maybe you can't trust, you know, they could share some, some groundbreaking stuff with big or small, whatever it might be within your company. Well, and going back to the definition of whistleblowing is something unethical. There may be businesses there. I shouldn't say there may, there are businesses who are very ethically ran businesses, yes. but the act of business itself is very unethical. Uh, yeah, that's it's very so unethical. That's a good point. Um, so even though you may hold your business and your employees or your partners to an ethical standard, you have to understand that the art of business and the action of business in itself is not about ethics. It's all about getting ahead. Right. And so you take advantage of every opportunity you can. And doing whatever it takes. And yeah, so you do have to be very careful. Yeah. Because if you let, I mean, I Josh knows me very well, and the people that listen to this that know me, I run in a very, very small circle. Yep. Um, because it is a circle of trust. For sure. Um, and I think a lot of people... A lot of people get to the point where their circle gets so large, it's out of control. Yes. And I think we have a generation of individuals who live their life on a social media circle. Correct. 
And then unfortunately, they have to, once again, they reap the results of their actions because of that. Yeah. Um, we're seeing it right now, you know, in a large platform of the NBA. You put a few things out on social media, it all gets misconstrued. I'm, I'm here to tell you, folks, you can't read sarcasm and type. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right. And, and, you, and you can't read intention and type. No. So when you put no. that stuff out there, then it all gets twisted and it's turned and it doesn't matter what you do. Now you're in defense mode. No right. one believes you. Yeah. You know, uh, but business is very same way with that too. You do have to be very careful in who you trust. Well, it, along with your circles getting too big, um, or again, it, even if they are small and minute, I mean, by, by, by not knowing that you can trust someone fully, uh, that also comes with rumors being oh, spread yeah. and, and things being twisted. And, you know, on the, on the big spectrum of it, if, of your circle being really big, you know, you, you tell one person, they tell the next, you know, 30 people down the line, it's a completely different story. Absolutely. Now you got rumors out yeah. there, um, something that you didn't want to get out past maybe one or two people. So yeah. whistleblowing, it can, it can be your worst enemy too if you're not careful. And I think that aside from the business, that also happens you know, in life because obviously anything in life can be used against you and twisted in any way, shape, and form. But gossiping, uh, you know, we all – I don't mean this to be like a, like a – sound like a little girl's – you know, gossip circle, but we all at times, um, find ourselves sharing information, uh, you know, maybe about an individual that is not present at that time. And that's obviously considered gossiping, whether it's, it's good or bad. Um, but I think with gossiping, uh, that's a very, uh, relevant area that you have to be very, very careful in, because if you're sharing, you know, information about someone in a positive, negative, whatever it might be way, um, whoever you might be sharing that with guys could be, uh, you know, close knit to whoever you're sharing that information about, and they Absolutely. go, they go, spit it back to them in a positive or negative way, however they wanted to interpret. Correct. It. However Correct. they wanted to interpret it, you could have been sharing the best thing about that person, but you could have said one thing a little funny that they're like, "Oh, I'm going to use that against you and go tell Joe and Sally of yeah. everything you were just saying about them, guys." That that that's the, the dangers of a whistleblower and who you can and can't. Well, and I also think it's important to understand this too, as we talk about this, from whether it's a political standpoint or a personal standpoint or business standpoint, it doesn't matter. Whistleblowing does not create or automatically um, mean truth. Right. You know, so we can talk about all this stuff and everything, you know, especially right now, it's all in the news media that it's, mm-hmm. it's factual. Yes. Um, so if you're a person on the other side of that receiving end, as right, currently right now, the entire population of the world, mm-hmm. we're all on the receiving end of information that's right. coming out from, you know, news outlets everywhere. But it is very important that you do your own homework yes. um, because you, you can look on CNN, Fox, uh, MS, NBC, mm-hmm. all these other different outlets, and you're getting a different story each place right. because they're all, what are they all trying to do? They're all trying to manipulate the mind mm-hmm. into believing what they want you to believe right. um, because like we said, business is not ethical, neither is politics. Right. Okay. So in your personal life, business life, professional life, whatever it may be, just because you hear it, your snap reaction should not be, oh, this is, this is, this is true. Right. You got to do some of your own investigatory work. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, like I said at the beginning of the show, the show, yeah, we're going to touch base on what, what pop culture is saying about whistleblowing right now, but it's the act of whistleblowing that's occurring far greater and more often than people yeah. actually realize. Yeah. Um, and I think just so many times we just either accept it fully or we're the people that just swallows it and doesn't do anything with it. And so once again, both actions are negative. Right. And that's not what we're here to do. Deliberately linked. I mean, we want your actions in life to be positive reactions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a positive reaction gets the negative result. Yeah. But 
that negative result is not yours to carry because you were part of the positive reaction. Um, but even when you hear it, don't let someone else's negative be become your negative. For sure, you know, it's, do your own research. It's super easy, guys. I see it. I see it every day in my field. Um, you know, so I I right now do the the deliveries um, for visionary meals. So I, I take all the meals to all the fridges and which is like a full time job in itself. Yeah, it definitely consumes two two days out of my week. Um, but like Mark was saying, I mean, I'll it's oftentimes you know I. I, I, I pride myself, I guess, um, and I mean this in a humble way, uh, about creating relationships yes. and, you know, um, of individuals, whether it's at a location or whatever it might be. Um, I, I love the networking side of, of the business that I do. Um, but so I, I, I create really, really good relationships in all my locations. So it's, it's very common for me to walk in that place of business and, and just, you know, having a conversation with ex-employee. And, you know, they're just, they're, they're getting really, really comfortable in that conversation. And next thing they know, they're, they're talking smack about their boss or this and that. And now I'm put in a situation of like, okay, hear them out, but be very, very careful what you say, because Josh, they're, I guess I'm their customer or no, they're my customer, I guess. So they could, well, yeah. they could easily, if, if that got fed back to them and of things that I said, and that person wanted to go whistleblow, even if they meant it. And um, the, the even just being delay, a listener, right, can be a negative. It can put you in a very, yeah. very bad situation. So, being we talked about, you know, preparing yourselves and what to recognize. That is a prime example of guys, you know, especially in the workforce. The the best thing that you can do sometimes is just listen and shut up. And I even think in a in a private world. I mean, and I think anybody listening to this says no. They they've been in a circle where. Um, you know, two individuals who maybe they all run in the same circle and they're, they're having a, uh, you know, a dispute and one's talking about the other one and someone else overhears it and says, everybody that was in the circle, even though you weren't saying anything, right. you're guilty by that association. Guilty by association. You know what I mean? So you have to be careful. You have to be prepared. And, I, and I'm telling you, I'm the first one that'll tell you, I, I don't worry so much about what I say because in most of all cases, if I say it, you mean it. What, well, whether you're there or not, I'll say it again to your face. For sure. You know, so For I'm sure. not. I'm not calling people to be PC. I'm not calling anybody to be PC. But what I always tell myself and I tell my kids, you're allowed to have an opinion. Just be respectful. Yeah, no doubt. So if someone comes up and says, "Well, I heard you said this," well, I did say that, and this is exactly how I said it. Back it up. Um, I don't. I don't mean it as I dislike you. But a lot of people, they take such offense. But as I tell people too, people that I coach, I tell them all the time, other people's offense is not yours. Yeah. That's theirs. That's true. You know, sometimes people don't want to face the facts. Right. But that doesn't mean, once again, you're not helping them if you just don't face the facts with them. For sure. Mark, this is why this is one of the best podcasts out there, because I think you just brought up an excellent point. A topic that wasn't even in my notes or probably not even yours. It just came out organically that, you know... If you are going to whistleblow, don't be a whistleblower and, and be a coward about it. No, I, I, I get it. There are times that where protection rights need to be put into place, and you need to. Well, I don't want to see. The, I don't want to see any of these people get killed and their families get killed. And if you're telling yourself people don't do that anymore, you're crazy because it right. does happen. That stuff does happen. But Mark, Mark hit the nail on the head there, guys. With if you are going to whistleblow about something, and I hope if you're saying it, you better mean it. You better back it up too if it if it comes back to you. Well, I'll tell you the danger I think we're in currently right now in this environment is I think some of these whistleblowers are paid informants. That's true. So the problem with that is, is don't don't find yourself in a position um, where you're the scapegoat. Right, right. Because that's what you'll do. They'll sell you down the river. I For mean, sure. so if you're going to be a whistleblower, per the definition of whistleblower, you got to remember it's it's your ethics. 
Okay. It's yeah. your pride. It's your word. It's your name. That should mean something to you. Mm-hmm. So you should be willing to stand up for it. Got to. You know, and, and that's what well, goes back to my faith. I fully believe in my faith, whether you believe in it or not. Yep, yep. I fully believe in my faith. So when I talk about my faith, then I, I stand up for my faith because I, I'm, I know that I'll back it up Heck every yeah. day of the week. Heck yeah. And that's how you should be. Yeah. So I don't care whether it's about faith. I don't care whether it's about something unethical or something illegal. If you see it, you call it out. And people want to say that I'm fake for saying that. I'm here to tell you, my wife and I called the cops on our own kid. <laughs> that's so true. That's on our good. own kid. He yeah. was shocked. Yeah. He's like, none of my other friends' parents like, are doing I never this. Thought you would do I that. don't care. Yeah. This is how this goes down. This is the real world. Get your act together. It's the same thing. So, I mean, it, trust me, it's very difficult. But you know what you're not doing? You're not helping yourself. You're not helping an employee. You're not helping a friend. You're not helping your children right. by doing the cover-up. No. Nope. I mean, that's just not, that's not the lesson you want to teach them. We won't move forward as a, as a society. No. Well, as a society, we're already just treading water. Barely. I mean, we're sitting here treading water. We're repeating the same mistakes over and over, and that's because we're all ignoring the only answer that is. Don't you be know? that guy or girl. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Hey. I mean, we're all going to be challenged every day, but you know what? Embrace the challenge and get comfortable being uncomfortable. And if yeah. more people were that way, then conversations like this would be easier. For sure. You know, there's... I, I just think people get so offended when someone expresses something to them that maybe they don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um but deep down, they know they need to hear it. Right. So, it's Guys, of, and this goes yeah. back to uh, delivery. You know, we talked about it a while ago. So, we actually had someone message us um, not too long ago on a, a topic that we did a few weeks ago on, on how to go about a certain situation. So, hey, I'm just going to throw it out there. If you're an individual that is dealing maybe with a present situation that you're like, you know, I do need to blow about this. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe know how to go about it. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say Mark and I are experts on this, but reach out to us. Uh, maybe we can offer some direction and advice as far as yeah, and we're not, how you would go about that. Like, like we say on the show, we're not experts on anything. No. Um, but I will tell you, there's, there's probably a few scenarios that any of our listeners or viewers have been in that we probably haven't been in at some point in time. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not going to give you all the right answers, but at least I can give you some heads up, and I know you the same yeah, way. So. For sure. Yeah, or just someone yeah. to talk to about it. I get it. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes we feel like, man, who do I talk to about this? Mark and I are open books, guys. Mark yeah. and I are open books. But hey, Mark, we would not be here today if it wasn't for Tip Hat Media. No, no. And we were just talking about Tip Hat Media. Uh, Lincoln Meekle, um, <laughs> the guy is just straight fire. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Tip Hat Media, it, the capabilities of what is inside this young man's head crazy. is insane. And I was just telling Josh, what impresses me the most about Lincoln is Lincoln has an eye for the details mm-hmm. that you yourself as a consumer don't even know that you want yeah. until he does it. And you're like, where would that come from? Because that's exactly somewhere right. what I was thinking. Right. Um, it, it starts with passion. He's got a passion for his product. He's got a passion for what he does. And he creates unbelievable product from that. That's crazy. Um, so if, if you enjoy listening to our show, watching our show, um, it's all tip at media. He makes us sound great. He makes us look great. Uh, and if you're, if you're a, a business owner out there, whether it uh, stretches from real estate to modeling, and, and you're looking for a visionary type guy who can take your um, product to a whole nother level, uh, this is your guy. Um, From video to pictures to drone work uh, to websites to all the computer work that goes with it, the editing, the producing, uh, Tip Hat Media is an all-in-one. And like I said, he's just, he's an ultimate professional. 
Um, and he does amazing work. So yeah, we're very fortunate to work with him. There's no one else I would use. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, no um, one else I would use. He's the Anything best. from here on out would be a major step backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we talk about all the time how spoiled we are. Very spoiled. Yeah, so Lincoln, we know you're listening to this. Keep the head small, buddy, but you're amazing. <laughs> yeah, don't get a big head. Yeah. I'll smack you. No, um, it was a great topic. I hope people... We, did, we didn't tell anybody anything today they don't already know. Right. But what I hope that you heard today is, is I hope you heard that um, I, I have the courage. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If all your friends leave you, you have these two guys. And I don't know if that's an upgrade or a downgrade, but at least you have us. Um, just do the right thing. Do the right thing. Um, self-educate. Be bold. Yeah. You know? Got to. There's, yeah. there's, too, there's too much uh, what ifs. Mm-hmm. Don't be a what if guy. Don't, Don't be a what fear. if girl. Yeah. Don't live in fear. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff, guys. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, we do appreciate you guys tuning in with Deliberately Link wherever you might be in your life right now. So, hey, we appreciate you. If you are not following us on social media, we are on Instagram and Twitter. Check us out. Give Facebook. us a follow. Um, yeah, we are on Facebook as well. Thank you, Mark. Um, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes, guys. Whatever platform you choose to listen on, Shoot us a subscribe. And also, guys, new thing, hit us, a, hit us on a, a review or a rate, guys. Throw, a, th- throw something in the comments. Give us the five stars, four stars, three stars, whatever you think we deserve. Yeah. Criticize um, us. Criticize I like us. to improve. We are open to everything. Uh, if you have any inquiries. And always reach out. Yes. Reach out. Yep. Uh, we want this to be an interactive platform. Yes. And I had uh, two questions in about the past month on uh, sponsorship inquiries. Guys, those can either be sent through um, our Instagram or those can be emailed to us at deliberatelylinked at gmail.com. Yes. So, Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff, guys. Hey, we appreciate you guys. You guys all have a blessed week and blessed day. And with that being said, Deliberately Linked, signing out. See you next time. Bye.